Hi, this is Tony. Welcome to a bonus episode of University Challenged, where I'm going to focus on being your own change. And the reason for putting this in here is that I'm often asked, how did I create the um, career journey that I have so far, which can be summed up, um, I guess, in the title of one of the social mobility talks that I do, which is from council estate via corporate to comedy. And um, something that a friend has said to me once is that you always find a way, Tony, you always find a way to make things happen. And so I did um, find my way uh, via early sales administrations roles into the tech industry and ended up spending 10 years working at Microsoft before realizing that actually the corporate route wasn't where I was going to stay. And initially I had thought that um, that was going to be it for me. You have to be corporate career, you take on lots of different roles, you um, pay the mortgage off and then you pat yourself on the back. But no, turns out that actually what I needed to do was to scratch my creative itch. And so I left corporate life. I went freelance as an alliances manager for a couple of years. And then I started writing a blog. And it was from that that I began to establish myself as a um, ghostwriter and copywriter. So for a number of years, my sole source of income was um, writing for senior leaders in tech and creating things like web copy and brochures uh, for technology organizations. And again, I thought, well, I'm going to just make it as a writer. And during that process, I also published um, four books. And then I realised that it wasn't just writing that I wanted to do. And in the past five, six years, I've created a, another string to my bow, you could call it, um, but I firmly established myself as a professional speaker. And again, the question that often comes up is, well, how did you do that? And so one of the um, other things that I do is I run workshops which sit under the banner Be Your Own Change or It's Too Risky. And what sits at the heart of those workshops is um, a very small but powerful technique um, that many people will recognise as growth mindset. And because I love to write and I love to play with words... Um, there is a mnemonic or an acronym, uh, a profound mnemonic, um, which kind of takes you through a process of facing your fears and finding a way to take the first step in a direction that maybe up until now you've been a little bit afraid to do or unsure of. And the word that I use is change because Ultimately, when we want to create change in our lives, it can be a pretty scary thing to do. And sometimes we need a little bit of help to put that in context um, and maybe some tools or tips or support to make that fear slightly more manageable and make the task of introducing that change seem more achievable. 
So this stemmed from a conversation that I'd had with a coach that I worked with for years. She's absolutely fantastic. Her name is Steph. And um, I'd gone to her because I was feeling pretty stuck. And she was helping me work through this process of figuring out what was the thing that I kind of wanted to do and and why was it that I wasn't able to overcome it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use that change mnemonic um, to share with you how I started um, my process of getting up on stage, which initially was to do stand up. And um, well, you'll find out kind of where that led to. But um, the the word change in the context of this technique is broken down as follows. So the C is what is the change that you want to introduce. The H is honestly, why do you want to do it? The A is what small action could you take? What first step could you take? The N is what's the most negative thing that could happen from you doing that? The G is what's the greatest thing that could happen? And the E is what's a realistic expectation? So I'm just sat down with Steph and she said, well, come on then, what's the thing that you want to do? And I said, well, I want to do stand up. And um, she was like, great, well, this is fantastic. Um, so for me in that change process, the change that I wanted to introduce was that I wanted to give stand up a go. Now, honestly, why did I want to do it? It was because I thought, well, I felt like I had something to say. I thought I might be good at it. If I'm really honest, I thought I might be good at it. And again, being honest, which is sometimes a tricky thing to do, being honest with yourself can be just as hard as being honest with other people, if not perhaps harder. I had seen some stand-ups and thought I could do that. Um, I had also tried to do a bit of joining in and you never want to do a bit of joining in when you're in, unless you love a heckle. I've, I've done it, well, once particularly memorable um, time when Lee and Herring were performing. Um, yeah, don't, don't try and join in when you're in front of seasoned comedians. Um, so honestly, I thought I might be good at it. I thought I would enjoy it. I thought I had something to say and I thought I could make other people laugh. So that was honestly why. The A, what action could I take? Well, I knew that there were open mic nights near where I lived where you can go up and you don't have to be well known. You can just get five, ten minutes on stage and getting stage time is a really challenging thing. Um, one of the biggest kind of, I guess, obstacles to overcome. So being able to access an open mic night was my first step. Now, what's the most negative thing that happens? Think about the end. Well, this is where your little inner um, critic comes into play because the most negative thing that could happen well we have a field day with that don't we I was like the most negative thing that could happen be I will be booed somebody will have filmed it they'll put it on YouTube and it will go viral as look at this middle-aged mother absolutely um just dying on stage my husband will leave me because he's so embarrassed um it will be the end of the world my friends will stop speaking to me so easy isn't it it's easy to imagine the worst possible thing that could happen and then we come on to g which what's the greatest thing that could happen and steph says to me what would you think what's the best thing imagine what could happen 
imagine the best possible outcome. And I said, oh, well, I could get paid for it. And she went, no, Tony, you're not, you're not even thinking big enough there. And I love that she did this to me. And she said, I want you to think uncomfortably big, really massive, massive. And uh, I said, well, I could be uh, on Live at the Apollo and I could have a DVD. <laughs> Back in the days of DVDs, I could have a DVD out like Sarah Mellicom. And that felt really uncomfortable to say. And it's, um, it's a mad thing, but it works because in visualising and imagining, and she said, I want you to imagine the crowd and imagine the lights and imagine the, the applause and the laughter. And in imagining that, we do put ourselves kind of mentally in that space and it helps us to think bigger than the constraints that we surround ourselves with. You know, I'm a middle-aged married mum of two. I've got commitments and responsibilities. I've got two dogs. I've got two. I'm not showing off. I've got two dogs. Um, but we put all of these barriers in our own ways. And sometimes we need to be encouraged to use our imagination. So what's the greatest thing that could happen? And then the E is what is a realistic expectation? And the realistic expectation is that I'd get up on stage and do it and it'd go all right, which is exactly what happened. Now, where that eventually led to was the start of my career as a professional speaker. And so from that meeting in a coffee shop where I felt like really embarrassed to imagine that I could be on a massive stage, I'm now in a position where I regularly get paid to entertain people and educate them and go into their workplaces and tell my story and make them laugh. Um, and now I'm not on Live at the Apollo, but I am making a good portion of my living out of being on stage and telling my story, which is absolutely, I guess, what I wanted to do. So as a refresher there, the C is what's the change that you want to introduce. The H is honestly, why do you want to do it? The A is what's one small action that you can take that will get you on that path. The N is what's the most negative outcome that could happen. The G is what's the greatest thing that could happen. And the E is what is a realistic expectation. So if you would like a copy of the worksheet that um, I give to course attendees, um, drop me a note at tony at tonykent.co.uk. So it's a PDF that you can edit. You can put um, a date on there for, by which you want to have taken your first action. And you can also allocate someone to help keep you honest, which I think is a really great step. And that's what I use my coach for. We would check in. She'd say, well, did you do your open mic, Tony? What's next? What's next? Um, so drop me a line if you'd like a copy of that. If you want to talk to me about running a session for your organisation, again, drop me a line at tony at tonykent.co.uk and I'd love to speak to you about that. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I would love to know if you give this technique a try and I will be back with you soon with a brand new guest. Thank you for supporting the University Challenge podcast.